0: Hello and welcome to this free podcast that takes in the track of the week from my regular weekly music podcast at frankrentononbrass.com and a piece of music that has a special significance to me. And this time, in the midst of celebrations for the coronation of King Charles and the staging of the Eurovision Song Contest in Liverpool, which inspired a weekly podcast full of arrangements of music by Liverpool's most famous sons, the Fab Four, John, Paul, Ringo and George, I thought that I would give you something a bit quieter as my special piece of music. The eighth of the first book of piano preludes by the French composer Claude Debussy, The Girl with the Flaxen Hair, probably written in 1910 or thereabouts, and one of a quite beautiful collection of pieces for piano as a teenager I struggled to play the pieces. Although I had begun to play the piano before the cornet and trumpet, the latter soon took over my life. And it seemed that every moment that I wasn't in school I was either practising or travelling or performing, with bands and orchestras and doing solo concerts. But I loved the beautiful simplicity of Debussy's writing, and whenever I could I fumbled my way through one or other of the preludes, and it's what probably gave me my lifelong love of the music of French composers. Years later I became the principal conductor of the Grimethorpe Colry Band, famous as the great entertainers of the band world, but equally famous because of the work that Elgar Howarth did with them as great innovators and a band able to give grand concerts of original music. We performed at lots of music festivals and in great venues, usually closing the concert with music that showed off Grimthorpe's wonderful and at times massive sound. Then there was the problem of what to play as an encore, and traditionally it had been a big march, or perhaps the finale from William Tell, a real Grimethorpe favourite. But I could never see the point of playing, shall we say, the Howarth arrangement of pictures at an exhibition, then following it with a William Rimmer march.' Then I discovered the arrangement by Michael Brand, son of Geoffrey, of the beautiful piece of music by Debussy. It took some time for me to convince the old and bold of Grimethorpe that this was the way to go. I guessed that for the players, 40 minutes of Mussorgsky, followed by an arrangement of a quiet little piano piece by Debussy, demanded a great degree of composure. But I'll never forget the first time we played it as an encore after a concert in St. Albans Cathedral, and it was just magical. We recorded it in 1991 on the album Paganini Variations, and here it is. a great band playing wonderful music by Claude Debussy in a quite beautiful arrangement by Michael Brand. What's not to like about that? And I'll be back in a moment to tell you about my track of the week from the regular music podcast here at frankrentononbrass.com. Frank Renton on Brass is the place that Frank shares his love of music with experts, players, aficionados, but perhaps most of all, people who don't know much about brass but just love the sound they make. As well as this new free-to-access Frank Renton on Brass podcast, we also have a subscription podcast platform. Why not visit frankrentononbrass.com for all the information about our podcasts and to sign up to join us and to have full access to them. Welcome back to this free podcast from frankrentononbrass.com. And after Grindthorpe playing the music of Debussy, it's the fairy band playing the music of Lennon and McCartney. And amazingly, only some 50 years from one to the other. I'm sure I remember an interview on television with Leonard Bernstein, who, when asked who he thought were the most innovative British composers of the 20th century, said John Lennon and Paul McCartney. And whilst I think it might have been something of a tongue-in-cheek answer, there can be no doubting their popularity and their longevity. From 1963, when they sprang to fame, until 1970, when they broke up in the most acrimonious circumstances, the Beatles were the top rock-and-roll group in the world. And behind it all was a string of hits written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, ably supported by George Harrison. Get Back, the single, became number one in the hit parade of just about everywhere it was released, and it was the final track in the album Let It Be, which was released just after the group split up. So, significant music from the pen of John Lennon and Paul McCartney, arranged by Michael Antrobus and played by the Fairy Band, contacted by Mark Peacock. It's Get Back. Track of the week here at Frank Renton on brass.com. brilliant arrangement by Michael Antebrust, himself a Liverpudlian and a contemporary of the Beatles, so you might say that the music was in his blood too, although he followed a different path and, as well as being a fine trumpet player, achieved great success as a conductor in the brass band world, especially in Norway. I do hope that recording by the Fairy Band and the little piece of Debussy from Grimethorpe encourage you to join me for more great brass sounds at Brass.com.